Today on This Week in Pop, we're back. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember us? Nah. No, I don't. Who are you guys? Um, we're going to talk about where we've been for the past several years, mainly the last year, but also movies, are, movies are also back. That's exciting. Yeah. We're going to rehash some old things. I'm going to say the same jokes I've told before. Where do we be great? Where do we go to see the movies? I hear they're coming out, but I don't know where to get them. We're going to find out on this thing on this yes. podcast. Today, you'll find out where to go see the movies. It's a building and it has a name and we'll tell you what it is. I can't wait. <laughs> it's been a while, but hello and welcome to This Week in Pop. I'm Tommy West. Um, I'm Maxwell. Yeah. I'm Caitlin. <laughs> so you yeah. want to do that again? It's been a while. We had to do the names. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> I mean, you would do it. Yeah. You could be here for a long time before somebody mm-hmm. says name. We used to... It, uh, Maxwell. Yes. But it, it's been a while since we did the whole... That rundown of, like, who our names are. And we used to we used to be really snappy. Yeah. I almost mm-hmm. forgot. Yeah. It's been it's been so long. And then before we started recording this, Caitlin, I, I mentioned when we were, like, getting set up for the podcast, I think the last time... Or it, the last fleeting memory I have of us hanging out and talking about movies and stuff, you had you were like... Hey guys, I found this thing called Movie Pass, and it's really cool. It's like thirty dollars a month. (laughs) (laughs) You opened my world, Caitlin. That was like a that was a game changer for everybody. I know. Yeah, Yeah, as much as shitty as shitty. I'm sorry. Can we curse? Yeah, yeah. You can curse. As as shitty as Movie Pass was, it gave 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 way. It gave birth to the A list, which uh, for and even even when yeah, but even when I had it, it wasn't until like. Still, a few years later, <laughs> until it actually like <laughs> blew you know, up, lower, Wait, blew up. You, oh, yeah. So you had movie pass before it was like in like in the zeitgeist before it was like, yes. like the thing when like it gave people free movies. Yeah. What did it do before? What would it what did it offer you? It was the same Why thing except it? it was just instead of being like nine ninety five a month, it was I think it was twenty nine ninety five a month. Yeah. But you still um, got unlimited movies. Yes. No, it wasn't limited back then with the $30. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I remember you touting it back then. I remember you touting it and being like, it's $30 a month and I can go see all the movies I want. But I was like, that's a lot of money. It's a lot of commitment. And, and then they dropped it down and almost, and that was the thing when every, all the news blew up and they dropped it to $10. I was like, I know about it because of Caitlin. I know (laughs) someone. So, I mean, I, I agree with you, Tommy. It is a hassle. I think if you lived anywhere other than a city where you're not like a, a, a movie nut, it's yeah. kind of maybe not worth it. You know, it's hard to get out or drive, you know, 20 minutes to your theater. But when you live three blocks from a, a movie theater, or you yeah. know, it's a five minute drive. It's an amazing thing. I can admit um, now that um, I I would take the subway to work and I would go under, uh, I forget the name of the building, but it, Alamo Draft House was there. And you had to be in the, in the vicinity, the geolocation of the theater so on my way into right. work, I would check in and get a ticket to an Alamo Drafthouse movie and then not go to the movie because I could go like I wasn't going to go to the movies that day. And then I immediately like made it up to like Alamo's like top commander status or whatever it was called within oh, like so you were two weeks. Tommy Absolutely. 
Yes, absolutely. Uh, I was like, I'm going to make this. Um, and I'm so I'm the sole reason why movie pass went out of business. <laughs> Thanks, Tommy. It's all my I fault. Knew it was you. I yeah. knew. <sighs> um, it's been a while um, since we've all talked in general. Um, but what have you guys been up to? Because I feel like during COVID and lockdown, everyone found new hobbies. Mine is podcasting. <laughs> Ironic. I I did nothing until the movies opened up again. I literally just sat and I waited. And as soon as theaters opened up, then I started going to movies again. That Wait, was, yeah. so you have gone into a theater? Oh, many times. Yeah. Okay. okay. I haven't yet. Fine. Yeah. I honestly, it's been fine. I mean, considering the fact that they're having massive Madison Square Garden concerts now with the Foo Fighters. Oh yeah, no, I agree. Go to a movie theater. And honestly, nobody's in there anymore, and they're still keeping seats separated. You can yeah. sort of sit by yourself. Uh, I haven't had any problems. I think it's been yeah, great. I haven't. It's not so much that I'm worried about catching anything. It's just that I'm lazy. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah it's true. I, for that. I was going to say, I, how do you, how do you like, especially you, Maxwell, who's like a Mr. Theater goer, like, how do you, and anyway, I guess, well, Caitlin, do you too? I mean, you literally had a movie pass before movie pass was yeah, anything. She might be worse than me. <laughs> like, but I think you kind of like also like gave it away there too, Caitlin. But like, yeah, how do you guys feel about the fact that like we're getting day and date with like, you know, movies in like the theater, but also on HBO Max, you know, so like it's like I can go to the theater, but I can also just stay home and watch the same movie. I'm, I'm torn. You know, I I did that. I think I forgot the first one. Maybe it was Godzilla vs. Kong. There was maybe one yeah. before it. But I remember, you know, being very excited to see it. On an iPad because I just wanted to watch it. You an know, iPad. I'm sorry. I, that's oh how I my it. god! It's sacrilege. And I went to the. To be fair, I went to the theater to go see it after the fact. But yeah. uh, at the time, Aww. I don't think theaters were like officially open yet, or that people were still afraid to go. Yeah. Um. And I just wanted new content. I was so sick of watching yeah. like repeat movies. Like I, I can only watch other Fast and Furious movies for so long. Yeah. How many times can I watch Fast Five? <laughs> Not that many. No. Uh, so I, I wanted new content and I watched it on an iPad and it I, I, it didn't look as good yeah. as the theater, but I was still happy to be watching a new movie. So that's like you're like the I, equivalent. I like you're the equivalent of uh, when iPod videos came out and people were like, yeah, I can watch music videos on this yeah. tiny little two inch screen. That's right. I did. I should have broken out my iPod video to watch Godzilla vs. Kong. I probably could have. Uh, but I, I don't know. I mean, uh, as long as it's not affecting people's, you know, how much money they're making, not like the, not the, not the movie companies. I don't give a shit about that. But as yeah. long as it's not affecting people's work and they can't get more work, yeah. if it's not a good thing, then hey, don't do it. But if it's not affecting the box office, if you know, a Quiet Place Two can still make, you know, sixty million dollars on its opening weekend and still be on streaming. Uh, why not keep doing it? You know, but actually, that's a good point. So I was gonna say there are there's movies where I don't care. Like I'll just watch it in my uh in my apartment. Yeah. But uh, with for example, A Quiet Place Part Two, yeah, that is something where I do I would go to the theater to yeah. actually see because yeah, I feel like it it warrants being in a large theater for that type of movie 
Yeah, that's true. And again, Godzilla vs. Kong, maybe not the best one to, you know, say I watched on an iPad because, again, that warrants being seen (laughs) on a big screen. Yeah. But uh, that Angelina Jolie, uh, Taylor Sheridan movie, Those Who Wish Me Dead, like, Mm. I didn't need to see that. I did not need to see that in the theater. So I'm happy it was on HBO Max because, A, it wasn't that good. Yeah. And B, I didn't have to go anywhere to watch it, you know? Yeah. No harm done. There's there's Mm -hmm. also something to be said about the fact that, like, I I remember around the holidays um, when Wonder Woman 84 came out. Everyone was kind of with their families and it became like an event. Like we're all like instead of us all having to go to the movies and then comment on how terrible some parts of that movie were, we all got to do it together as a family during the holidays, you know? And so I, and I think that's like the, one of the aspects of it, like, you know, when uh, HBO max has been doing a bunch of releases and some of them have been bigger than others. I think the excitement of like being like on the zeitgeist of like, Hey, we're all, you don't have to go to the movies to go see it. More people can be involved in like that opening weekend. Like, let's go talk about this. Let's go watch this. And then, you know, all chat about it, which would make a podcast really good during that time. Should have got together sooner. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think my biggest fear though, is it's going to become a thing where like studios are going to say, Oh no, this is a stinker. Let's, let's just dump this on streaming. Like, I don't want it to become yeah. like, Oh, like the ones they're going to put on streaming are the duds. Yeah. Um, and the ones that are going to be good. Like I know Dennis, I'm always going to butcher his last name. Dennis Villeneuve, however, whoever did uh, arrival and prisoners had, yeah. he's making Dune and he does not want that movie to be yeah. on streaming when it comes out in theaters. And I get it, you know? Yeah. I can't see that one going thing. straight to video. Yeah, you don't want it the preview to say now in theaters and HBO Max. Like, yeah. <laughs> that doesn't sound good. Yeah. It just doesn't. Yeah. So for Tom and Jerry, fine. Yeah. For Dune, you, you don't want that. <laughs> for Peter Rabbit, too. Yeah. That's sure. All right. Streaming HBO Max. There are, Max. There are <laughs> lots of plot holes so in Tom and Jerry. And so that, that can, we can throw that on HBO Max. <laughs> We're good. Um, and with that, too, I mean, I think it makes you wonder because there are some movies like HBO Max and like, well, I guess, Warner. Like they decided like, hey, the entire 2020 and 2021 slate, we're all going day and date are going to land on HBO Max. Disney did a bunch of stuff like, you know, um, the the latest uh, Pixar movie that just came out like this past week Luca. or so. Luca. Luca. Um, they threw on there, but they're like, uh, what is it? Black Widow. They're still like, eh, we're not dumping that. We're holding that until people go to theaters again. But no, actually, I don't like what Disney is doing because they charge you oh, to yeah. actually watch those premium Disney plus plus. Oh, <laughs> yeah. hell, well, I've been watching yeah. it. Have I been paying for this? Am I not aware? That- <laughs> oh, no. I mean, there's Disney plus and then there's like the other Disney plus plus that make plus. You pay. Like you have to have a subscription and then it's uh, I think it's 30 bucks to. Yeah. Watch, like. They did that with Mulan. They're going to do that with Black oh. Widow. Um, other ones, they're not like Luca and yeah. Soul. Surprisingly, Soul, they didn't charge money for, which was very yeah. surprising to me. Cause okay. Oh, they didn't? I, I didn't know made. that. No. They did it for Raya, Raya and the Last Dragon. Which yeah. Was really good. yeah. I love that. Yeah. It was very cute. I waited until it was only available like for regular Joe Schmo plus. Uh, yeah, plus I didn't pay for it. Not, uh, that was good. But uh, for Black Widow, I would consider paying the 30. For, yeah. Like, you know, it, it, Maybe but on that open, hand, but. for Black Widow, I would actually go to the movie theater to watch it. Right, but would yeah. you do have done that six months ago? Mm. Like when theaters, <laughs> like when theaters were open, but like people didn't want to go. That's well, what I'm saying. Like, like yeah. would you risk it if it was like the early days? If like, I was oh, unvaccinated, okay. <laughs> let's say, give me both. Give me both. Yeah. <laughs> What's the breakpoint? If, if I was unvaccinated. 
Uh, I definitely wouldn't have gone to the movie theater. Um, but I still wouldn't have paid thirty dollars. Thirty dollars yeah. to watch it. Yeah, I guess I'm the schmo. I'm the schmo without the family that would still pay the thirty. <laughs> yeah, is it? Is it? At the I would. Point? But I'm saying, like, is it like? I would get. I would get somebody. I would get you, Maxwell, to purchase it. Yeah, and then and I would watch it with you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> sure. We can all come over to your house. Yeah. I'm quoting air quotes. Yes. <laughs> but that's the thing too is like I, I, I there I feel like there's a. There's a re- like if you look at like what Disney Plus has been doing, like what all their different series like Loki now and then uh, WandaVision was like an event <sighs> when that was on. Right. Because everyone like it's it's this pretty premium program. Right. It's mm-hmm. I think WandaVision like rode that line of being like something that could have been like a movie that's chopped up. But it was, it was definitely like still in the like series kind of production value. But like I think. I think that's the thing is like there's like the ten pole events and like there's them earning back their money and then some stuff they can dump there but some stuff they can just st- I think there's like a new medium I think there's like a there's a TV series I think there's a movie and then there's something in between that's like a we can a premiere it at series. home yeah yeah the limited series like uh, the mayor of East Town on HBO like like yeah. little short bursts of TV that they put, they put a lot of money and production value yeah in, which is a really <clears throat> smart thing yeah you know there's a difference between you know, we were just talking about like how I met your mother or, yeah. or, or friends or something that has a very short product, you know, very small production value. Not a lot of money is put into the sets. Um, and then you have something like Loki or WandaVision where they make that a priority and it looks very pretty, you know, and I think it really pays off. I mean, I'm only two episodes into Loki, but for those who've seen all of WandaVision, like it looked like a movie. It was a yeah. movie quality TV show, which is important mm-hmm. and a very cool thing. Yeah, that's one thing that I want to bring up is so what is your both of your opinions on having all episodes available to watch all at Mm -hmm. once so you can binge it or having them release an episode a week? I don't know. I'm a binger, but I have no life and no self-control. Like I want everything now. Um, you know, I, I kind of like the fact that Loki's coming week to week or WandaVision yeah. came week to week. Cause it gives you something to look forward to, but had Loki come out all at once, I would have finished it in the day. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I wish I had heart. what I'm a binger at heart, but <laughs> I probably would also appreciate day to day releases. I wish I was trying to find the article that I was reading, but, um, so that I could like, give the source but there was a study that was done that said that um people who binge like tv shows binge watchers they're actually more depressed than people who watch shows week after week thanks thanks but no that's not an accusatory anything about you you seem like a very happy person um not gonna be after this <laughs> I found that so interesting yeah. and so actually that kind of explains why I like to watch movie uh watch TV shows week to week I I am a terrible binge watcher yeah. um and so because usually usually when I watch things like one after another if I binge it over like two days I'm actually not happy with myself yeah. after I finish it I'm like because then you're right. like now what uh, yeah, now what? And then also yeah. I wait not wasted, but like all all those hours yeah. that I just sat on my couch doing nothing. But you still spend those hours doing nothing, just more spread out. It's, it's spread still out. Yeah. That's how I do things. 
I think right. I, there's a difference because like I feel like there are some shows that if if it's a short show, I think it's garbage to to not release them all at once, right? Like if you if you go back to how things were in the 90s when we used to all, all watch sitcoms on like NBC, mm-hmm. like must see TV, and it's a 22 minute episode and it's spread out across like that's terrible. Yeah, but that was the same thing with WandaVision and you just said that you were excited to watch it week after week. Well, but here's here's the difference. How long was WandaVision? Those weren't that short of episodes. Those those had a little bit of length to them, right? No, they were like 45 they were, minutes. They were less than a half hour. Were they? Yeah. But cuz I remember watching time. I remember watching the first episode and I wasn't that impressed with it and i'm like oh oh that, yeah that was short. Although, although i will say the for the first two were not that good of wandavision i'm kind of yeah. surprised they didn't release like the first four episodes yeah by episode three and four when it got out of that 60s land it got better mm-hmm. yeah um, and i understand people like the 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 schlockiness of the fact that they made like a really like a 60s era yeah witch type show in a modern day but when it actually got into the real you know Marvel story. Cinematic yeah. Universe story. It's a me is when it really picked up. So I'm actually kind of surprised that they did not release a bulk of those to begin with and then go week to week with something right. like Loki yeah. or Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Like they get into it. Episode one. Mm-hmm. And it hooks yeah. you in. But I, Caitlin, I agree with you. The first episode of WandaVision did not make me want to watch more. Yeah. I only, no. I only continued because I knew it was going to go somewhere. Yeah. But I agree with you that it really did not hook me in. And and just to add to that too, I waited, and maybe this is where my maybe this is why I also conflated it because I had to look it up. And the first episode was thirty minutes, the second episode was thirty seven, but but I actually waited a couple weeks to start watching it so that I had some buffer. I buffered the episode, so like by the time I started episode one, episode four was out, and then I started That's doing right. it, and then I caught up, and then I then I had to go wait week to week by like episode five or six or something like that so that's what i just did with handmaid's tale yeah that, i was behind yeah. a oh, little they, bit they, wait they're doing they're doing week to week on that I they were yeah that. well now it's done interesting yeah huh but it always gave it was, me something to look forward to yeah i'm going incredibly off topic here but it was very perplexing to me last last season of handmaid's tale i what are they in season four now yes I think when season three came out, I had no idea it came out. I feel like they did no promotion <laughs> for that. It kind of boggled my mind. A little bit with season four, too. I don't know if it's because I wasn't watching TV or I wasn't seeing commercials, but there are certain shows, like, or maybe it was just that one. They, they just didn't promote it. And I liked that because by the time I found out it was on, all the episodes <laughs> were up. Yeah. And I loved that. Like, I got to watch it all. So I guess my own ignorance, like, helped me be able to binge. All right. And yeah. be depressed. Thank you. Yes. While I binged. <laughs> Um, well, I mean, watching yeah. Handmaid's Tale will just make you depressed anyway. Yeah. So yes. no yeah. matter what you do, that yeah. is depressing. That is true. <laughs> but Tommy, I do the same thing like you. I like buffering, but yeah. it, it helps when I like forget that the show even exists in the first yeah. place because then I don't have to like wait. Like yeah. Cartman waiting for that goddamn we waiting yeah. for 3000 years <laughs> to freeze himself. Yeah. Uh, See, I'm, I'm, I'm ignorance is blissed. I'm buffering Loki right now. I haven't started Loki. I've heard good things. Oh my God. I can't buffer it. I got to buffer just, it. I yeah. need my Tom Hiddleston fix yeah. every week. <laughs> Way before. So it's Loki. funny when I was watching Falcon and Winter Soldier, I was like, oh my God, Sebastian Stan. Yeah. And now I'm like, yes, Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> Uh, so Caitlin's clearly watching for only one reason. Yes. Right? Yes. Uh, but Tommy, uh, like yeah. you, I, I, I do like to buffer, but I couldn't do it for Loki. And yeah. I don't think you should either. You should jump in. You're three, you got right. three episodes I, out. I, I know. I'm at, I'm at a good point you now. 
I'm at a good point now where I can buffer. I've buffered. Mm-hmm. I can I can jump in right. the pool now. So right. you're only half depressed because you're only watching half <laughs> of the season. So you're good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not going to let that go, Caitlin. Sort of sort of a good segue, though. Um, so we're going into the summer literally last this week, last week. I don't know. I don't that's science, but it's officially summer now. Whenever we're listening this to week. this, I guess. Yes. Yep. This week in pop. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's the title of the show. You did it. You did it. Yeah. Um, you said you were going to do that. So, um, we have some movies to look forward to some that will actually be in a, in a movie theater, which is a place people go to watch Ooh. movies. It's a fancy new more. invention. The um, cinema. The cinema. Um, what movies? I, I mean, actually, I'm pulling up the list because I don't do show prep. Um, are there any movies you guys are actually looking forward to? Because I don't feel like like I feel like without even looking at lists, typically a summer we know what's coming or at least know some tent poles we're excited to go see. This summer, I'm like, I don't even know what what's delayed. Like, at least last year, even the middle of COVID, we still had like Tenant premiering around the Fourth of July. I don't know if we even have that this year. Do we? I agree, and I still don't understand Tenant. And I've seen it. <laughs> no one ever will. I watched the uh, ending of it twice, and I was just like, mm, nope. I don't still I don't what understand. I learned is that Robert Pattinson and John David Washington are best friends. That's all I got from it. Like they yeah. were they're spoilers. That's all I came. That's that's not even a spoiler because it doesn't mean anything. But that's yeah. what, that's how I interpreted the ending. Like, oh, they're friends. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, stuff that's coming out. The only thing that I, I am really really looking forward to is uh, Space Jam. Because, I was just going to mm, say Space Jam. I miss soccer for yeah. schlocky cartoons and basketball players coexisting in a movie. So Space Jam for me easily. If that's your, if that's your coming out in July, yeah, uh, I don't know how LeBron's going to be as an actor. We have very limited uh, capacity <laughs> in terms of what he's done before. Yeah, I think he was in Trainwreck with yeah. uh, Bill Hader. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah. Which funny. But can like he carry movie. a movie? Yeah, we're going to find himself. out. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I don't know if I'm even allowed to say, it, but I did see uh, a test screening of M Night's new movie, Old. Mm. Um, so I really can't say anything about it, but I did. See I didn't it. even know that he was coming out with another movie. Yeah, he's got a new movie coming up that's based on a, a very short French graphic novel about a, a family who goes to a, a secluded beach and they start to ra- uh, age rapidly, like very rapidly, like every, like one year equals 30 minutes. Yeah. Um, and it's all about Whoa. them trying to figure out what's going on. Um, I will say based on the book, not the movie, uh, it's very, very dark. <laughs> Uh, and I'm curious how people would interpret it because M Night doesn't have the best uh, track record these days. Some are good, mm-hmm. uh, you know. He's good with the low budget stuff, but anything can be uh, happening uh, mm. again. So I'm not sure how they're going to take it. I will say I-, I don't know if it's just him, but he gets strange performances out of people. I don't know if you have ever noticed that, but when yeah, when you watch his movies, I feel like people are acting differently than they are in other movies. Yeah. And I'm not sure if that's how he directs it. I'm not sure if that's how the way he, he writes it, but it just, it always seems a little off. Yeah. And I feel like the happening was a very extreme example of that, but even his other movies like the village or signs, the acting to me just seemed a little strange. Have you guys ever realized that or noticed that, or am I just in my head? I actually haven't watched that many of his films. <laughs> yeah. I, I, when I think that's of your homework, <laughs> when I think of the happening, I just think of Mark Wahlberg's like facial expressions that basically became a meme more than anything else. Um, talking to trees. Yeah. Just like his confused, perplexed look in the, di- looking in the distance. 
Um, but I don't know. M Night movies are always like weirdly very hit or miss, and I and I feel like for to give him a little bit of benefit as of late, I feel like it used to be the twist was the real pull and draw to the movie. And that was kind of it. And without the twist, there was kind of nothing else to it. And I feel like he's gotten yeah. away from that. And yeah, it's not his, it's not his Achilles heel. That's not the right word. It's not his crutch. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Well, all right. I went on a tangent, but he has one coming out called old coming out in July. I'm looking for, uh, you guys will look forward to that. Yeah. And then the other one I'm kind of looking forward to is the suicide squad. Yes. Uh, James Gunn's movie. Oh yeah. Uh, which comes out. August 6th. Yeah. Uh, I will not talk about the other Suicide Squad that came out because that is not a movie. Yeah. That is something else entirely. But this one looks good. Uh, yeah. I, I, I have faith in James Gunn. I have faith in the cast. He's, uh, it's all coming together. It's a big cast. I have to assume yeah. a lot of them are going to die very early on because it's <laughs> too large of a cast to carry for two whole hours. Um, there's I, a lot of people in it. Uh, Idris Elba, yeah. Margot Robbie, John Cena, Pete So Davis, what I find ironic with Idris Elba is that so he he wanted to distance himself so much from Marvel and then he goes Why? and now he's in the Suicide Squad I'm like this is the same thing Did it, Why? Why he wanted to do that? I don't remember he wasn't I forget around which movie it was in the MCU but he was saying that he didn't want he didn't want to be involved in the project anymore. Yeah, I'm, I'm googling now too. Oh wait, I don't think he was. Yeah, he definitely was. Uh, he was in Thor. Oh, oh, oh my God, that's terrible. I cannot believe I forgot that. Wow, I'm ashamed. Yeah. That's right. Okay, that's right. He died in um, uh, what's it called? Avengers Infinity, Infinity War. War. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Sad. What? But so that's oh, why I thought is, that it was so interesting uh, that he decided to be in the Suicide Squad because, like, if anything, you would want to stay on the Marvel side, yeah, because Marvel is doing better than DC. <laughs> it's very true. Yeah, I can't believe I forgot he was in Thor in those mm. movies. Is it is it weird? Uh, I was going to say, is it weird that I am? I I've seen the trailer and I'm not like blown away. Like, whoa, this is a movie I need to see. But to your point, like, I have a lot of faith in James Gunn. I have a lot of faith in that cast. Where I'm just like, all right, on the surface, the trailer isn't like, I'm not in love with it, but I have enough faith in everyone involved that I'm like, I will, I'm showing up as a friend. I'm going to oh, go. I think yeah. they're banking on everybody doing that. Right. Yeah. I mean, I just go in with, I go in with low expectations for those kind of movies. And I, again, I'm with you, like, even Birds of Prey, I didn't think was that good but i mean people loved it uh you know got critically it got it got fairly good reviews made some money but it was in the same vein of these other movies like suicide squad and now the suicide squad uh, if not a reboot a retelling of that first movie mm -hmm. uh so tommy i agree with you but yeah. i feel like like you said if you go in with super low expectations it's hard to be let down so and again, that's day and day uh, streaming. So go watch on HBO Max if yeah. you don't want to go to the theaters. Mm -hmm. um, I was what? looking at Sorry. like some others in the in the list, um, which is I feel like a lot of the stuff is sort of late in, in the summer. Um, one of which is um, in August because you have the Suicide Squad is is August sixth. Um, mm -hmm. I'm guessing these dates are all up to date. And then Free Guy, which is the um, Ryan Reynolds. Oh, movies yeah. finally coming out. And wow. That's, I remember I saw trailers for that. Yes. Yeah. I saw a trail a trailer for that like 
two years ago or three years ago. Yep. This movie has had the worst luck. I feel like they've tried yeah. to get this cut out many, many times. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to feel dated now that's, you know, it definitely was made three or four years ago. Uh, but I will go see anything Taika Waititi's in. So I'm already yeah. got a ticket for that. Even I don't think the time, I don't, go. I don't think the time period, like the, the, you know, the length of time it's been since they shot it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that would affect me because, or, many people just because uh the movies that i've been watching recently i'll like go after i watch it i will go and i'll search i'll google it and just see like what other people were thinking about it um and like i'll read like the wikipedia page and about like the release and like the production of it and stuff like that and like a lot of these films that are being released this year they were filmed like three two or three years ago and they were supposed to be released last year blah 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 blah. but uh i just i think that's really interesting i'm like wow i like i know that films take a long time to (laughs) be created and go into Mm post-production and stuff like that um and like i remember like when i was younger being like oh yeah like these people all these actors aren't promoting it now but they shot it like last year now it's like two or three years beforehand. Yeah. And so it must be weird for the actors to like get back into that mindset of these characters and like start to promote Trying it. To remember what they did. It, yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. I'm also surprised that there are, I feel that like there'd be more movies coming out this summer, but I'm looking at the schedule now and it is pretty in line Sparse. with what would have been happening anyway. Um, I would have thought that there'd be this like, year and a half like backlog of all these movies they just want to shut yeah out but i don't think there's really a lot um yeah. looking at it now like there's the fast and furious movie there's the, the the new purge movie there's the marvel movies um the new there's another escape room coming out for some reason uh but i'm looking at like the schedule and i'm seeing only like one or two each weekend i would have thought we'd get maybe three or four yeah. uh big ones at least yeah maybe they're waiting for 2022 i don't really know um, yeah and and this weekend's the big one one of the big ones fast uh fast and furious that comes yeah. out this weekend no, no, so no you gotta say you gotta say the, the start you, of it you gotta say the real title what they call it f9 yeah fast nine yeah <laughs> that's it baby I, and, I can i can say that i have not seen any of those movies yeah should i i think i saw uh, one with you maxwell actually did I that which one? Because I would never go on my own to go see one of those, but I remember going to see. <laughs> but you go if it's with me, you'll go. Yeah, I did. You we, can just blame me. Whichever one I went to, and I'm pretty sure it was with you, was the one where like, and this obviously doesn't narrow it down, but like, it was a plane taking off, and the cars are inside, and then that scene of a of a plane going down a runway, a single runway, literally spanned a half hour. Where it was just like, how long is this runway? And it didn't make any logical sense, but neither did the rest of them. Like, that's not the, but, but that's but your, ludicrous is there to tell you that it doesn't matter. You'll, you'll be put on this yeah. runway for 30 minutes. Doesn't matter. Um, but to that point, like I, I'm look, looking like the one, one of the trailers that came out about a month or two ago at this point was the new Edgar Wright film, uh, last night in Soho. And that doesn't even come back and come out until October. And that was like yeah. a little intriguing to me, but like there's not, and again, I don't know if they're just shoving in, like trying to shove in, like, you know, star power 
tent poles in here, like whatever's kind of left. There's also the, a spinoff of the G.I. Joe series, apparently, which I didn't yeah, know was Snake a Eyes. series. Yeah. Um, yep. But aside from that, and then there's Jungle Jungle Cruises, I think, is the only remaining one on the list here that has some kind of. Was that the one with the rock? Um, you would think it is. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> oh, OK. <laughs> which is kind of funny because it's like, did, like, was he just dressed up for uh, the Jumanji movie? And they're just like, just come right over here. We'll keep the same clothes on, same aesthetic. We're all good. Just now you're on a, Now you're a riverboat captain. So save on money. Know, like, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at all these movies and I just I feel like these were all the ones that were supposed to come out last year. I don't yeah. think there are any new ones, which makes me think that which all makes just, you know, sense, though. Pushed. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, they couldn't act. Yeah, right. <laughs> sure, no, you could get made. Yes, thank yeah. you. I got it. And the the only other uh, odd one on here, and I don't know if it's just the list I'm looking at or what it is, but um, there's also a documentary from the guy who uh, who did "Won't You Be My Neighbor," the um, the Mister Rogers documentary oh, yeah. about Anthony Bourdain, which is. Oh, oh. Um, interesting. Called Roadrunner. Is that film? coming out? It, uh, July, July, uh, I'm sorry, July 16th. It's up against Space Jam and Escape Room. Wow. Mm. Oh. Tournament of Champions. Well, I don't think either of those movies are going to steal from the yeah. people who really want to go see a documentary <laughs> about Anthony Bourdain. So I think yeah. that's a pretty smart thing to do. And, and for what it's worth, right? Like the last, like, Won't You Be My Neighbor, which came out a couple of years ago, and then they had the uh, the other Mr. Rogers movie with Tom Hanks. Um Right. Those actually like I think that may, and it, maybe it could be this is like they just sort of landed in the middle of the summer. Like I think documentaries in general, like a easier to produce those during a covid year and and B, like I think maybe audiences are opening. I mean, it's not opening weekend, huge box office thing, but like I think seeing some more documentaries in theaters that aren't like art houses is actually starting to become a more of a thing or at least it was kind of pre pandemic. Yeah. No, there's one that came out last week that was actually someone we mentioned before, Edgar Wright, who, yeah. who did, who's coming out with Last Night, last night in Soho, has yeah. one about the Sparks Brothers, yep. a very famous uh, musical duo that he yeah. has a one called, called the Sparks Brothers mm-hmm. that yeah. came out uh, uh, last week. Yeah. So I agree with you. It's a thing that's happening uh, more and more. Um, I'm a fan of it. I like going to see documentaries in theaters. Yeah. Um, I wish they would do more of it. To I feel tie like- it back to what we were talking about at the beginning with movie tags. <laughs> I remember <laughs> that I wanted to go and see Three Identical Strangers in I, the movie theater. Yeah. And I got to the theater uh, with my mom and my ex-boyfriend. And when we like when we left the house, that movie was showing up on the app yeah. that you could get tickets to. So then when we got to the theater and we were, you know, like the 100 yards or yeah. 500 yards from the theater, we opened the app after we parked and it was gone. Oh, I is my maybe it's my fault because I feel like I was probably going under <laughs> Alamo Draft House and getting your work. Exactly. You took away our tickets. <laughs> Wait, for what it's worth though, I did on movie pass go see that movie at Alamo Draft House as a matter of fact. So There you go. I absolutely. Yes. Wow. And so I absolutely, I had movie pass at the time. You can just go see anything. It was great. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, and I, I had, I had the Alamo draft pass for half a second, but then I think, I think COVID hit. And then I was like, also, was that their attempt at a movie pass? It was. And there were some more restrictions on it, but, um, I mean, I, I every theater has them now, like you were mentioning at the top too. So, um, mm-hmm. maybe I'll start getting those again. 
at some point. So that's the summer. Yeah, I think I'll I'll get a list again <laughs> soon. Yeah, um, but maybe eh, maybe not soon. Maybe not soon, I just because based off based <laughs> off of our you paid the whole time, whole time because I am an A list member. Yeah. <laughs> Were you afraid of like losing some status of like member since? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I'm the kind of guy who, when they thank the A list, I stand up and I bow. Yeah, he still wanted his free birthday popcorn. You know, I think you drink. have. I just just to call this out, I think you've literally made that joke on this podcast before. Because as I've gone back and listened to it, yeah, I've heard you I've say that. that before. It's very important. It's true. My wife loves when I do it every time, so I'm not ashamed of it. I um, wait for it. Sometimes I'll just leave after that. So, uh, before we get out of here, uh, for the first episode of the new season, yay, we're back. Um, uh, I, there was some, some weird, I felt like it was weird news that came out a couple weeks ago. I mean, it's been, they've been working on it in general, but now they're just kind of adding more people to the cast. Uh, and I guess now we know who I, cause you can't fool us twice. I guess we know who the father is going to be this time, but they're doing a spinoff reboot i don't know what you want to call it of how i met your mother called how i met your father a rehash is that what it's it's sort of a it's a cross between a reboot and a re it's a rehash like okay we can just go with that i think i I like rehash um a do-over so instead of ted mosby it will be i don't know the character's name but it'll be played by hillary duff and then um uh Chris Lowell, who is in Promising Young Woman, will play, quote unquote, the opposite lead to her. So essentially, it sounds like Robin. Is going to be the father or Wait. are they going to pull a Robin Trabotsky and become like the uncle? Oh, yeah. I, I guess that's we, true. Like, how do we know it's going to be the actual father? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. He could be the misdirect for the whole season. Well, that's Wait, what I meant. Who- I was told the reason why they didn't. Go ahead. Oh, no, sorry. Mine was just going to ask, who was he in Promising Young Woman? Because I can't picture his face. Oh, well, I mean, I think the guy the, that you were talking about guy that I think he was the guy who abused her early on and what sparked this whole thing. The one she was trying to get rid of. And John, OK, he Thank played. You. That's who the guy was. He played yeah. Al uh, Monroe. And he was also on, he, he, you know, he, and it's really funny. It was a weird credit, by the way. It was like from that movie. But he was also in Glow. He played Bash in Glow. If you guys watch that on Netflix. I remember that. Yeah. Oh, so he okay. was. It was, he was a likable character in that. He had that kind of, you know, aw shucks kind of guy thing going for him. So, yeah, I'll take but it. What I was going to say is what I was curious is, will they be, well, the reason the creators, Carter Bays and Craig Thomas, didn't yeah. want Robin to be the mother is they didn't want to do a Ross and Rachel type yeah. thing for their show for the entire season. Right. So they did the whole misdirect of saying that, oh, nope, that's the aunt. Right. Even though all made no sense in the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm curious if Chris will be the actual father yeah. and if they'll actually stick to it as if like that's the guy and we're just going to see the relationship unfold or will it be the mystery of who will they eventually determine is the father should the show carry on on season eight or nine. Uh, so I don't know. Well, but- according to the synopsis, um, Lowell, who is uh, Chris Lowell, this guy uh, will play one of the friends, Jesse, who is smart, with a bit of an edge and a cyn- and is cynical about love. <laughs> He's an aspiring musician who works as an Uber driver to make ends meet and lives with his best friend, Tom. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, 
wait, the first sentence. Wait, you yeah. you said that it was he was smart with a bit of an edge. Yes, that's this is how. Oh this my is. god, you just yeah. described me. <laughs> Oh no! You just described every lead character in every single. Yeah. He's got a bit of an edge, and he's cynical about love. You know. Yeah. So let me. So I mean, you can kind of you can kind of see where the show is going, and also the the show is a hundred percent set up at Hulu, right? It's not even running on a network. It's just a like, straight to Hulu. Is that a thing we can call it now? Like straight to DVD? <laughs> sure. It's like straight to Hulu. Uh, so it's yeah, it's going to it's going to Hulu, but it's got Hillary Duff in the lead have a role. State when's it? Do we have a release date? Is it being shot? I th- it's at? being shot. I mean, I think it's coming out next year or this year, I should say, I guess in the fall. So. so yeah. I'm glad that Hillary Duff got some work after uh, Lizzie McGuire was canceled. Yeah. Well, she did. Um, what was, what was the... Wasn't that like 12 years ago? No, they were supposed to. <laughs> no, I didn't mean like now. <laughs> no, they were going to reboot Lizzie yeah. McGuire. Oh, that's right for Disney, and then they canceled it randomly because. Yes. And wasn't it? A, it was a weird thing too. It was like creative differences. It was kind of like a, like oh, we couldn't make it work. It's like what creative differences do you have on Lizzie McGuire on Disney? Like why is yeah, that? Why is that difficult? I, I think I remember reading something where Hilary Duff was having an issue with like the outfits that she was going yeah. to wear. Mm. Um, being like Lizzie wouldn't wear this. Like I know her, so that's why they didn't do the show. <laughs> no, I, yeah. I doubt that that was the that main reason. Yeah. <laughs> that's the creative yeah. difference. Yeah. yeah. Instead, Disney's going to do a spinoff called Beans, starring Beans from <laughs> Mr. Bean. I had actually watched that. I uh, would. Um. Wait, are you saying bean? Like, isn't that you the little kid from Even Stevens? Yes, yeah, yeah. Thank you for getting my reference, oh Caitlin. Yes, Jesus Christ, guys. Yeah, you both know that. <laughs> but I was also trying. I was trying to think, and maybe it is at this point we're way too off the rails because I think I think the in of itself, how we met your mother is, and especially the character synopsis is already so funny. But I was trying to think of any any other show that probably shouldn't have had a spinoff, and the only one I can really think of is is joey from friends which is like you've been on for 10 years we're good we're, we've got it you know we, we're not gonna watch you I go make new friends joey i still think joey could have had a chance if they brought back the old friends into it every now and then as far i think i remember i looked at it yeah. i don't think anyone ever cameoed on that show um, no yeah they kind of just like threw joey into la first of all he should have yeah. stayed in new york i don't know why they said it in la i get they're trying to like make him his own man but yeah. be, you know his thing but I don't think that really worked. Like you likes Joey in New York. Who likes Joey with his friends? Right. I think if it stayed there and had like Ross swing by every now or Chandler, you know, swing by once a week. Yeah. I think it could have worked, but mm-hmm. it definitely did not. I don't think it need, like that, that was the you did, Dan Mateo, you, <laughs> which is also like funny. Like I don't like I, I, I just in general. I think the problem with that show is the it's kind of funny right because i was like listening to to the creators of friends talk about like why they created the show and they were like oh it's that period in your life where you know your your best friends are your family and all that jazz and i'm like i looking back at my 20s i'm like did i have that did i miss that i don't remember that either um same but uh but it's i think everyone gets attached like he's a part of that group and it's like seeing him out of that group or knowing that everyone went on their separate ways is more depressing yeah that to is think kind about. of sad i didn't think about yeah. it that way <laughs> he moved to la and never spoke to his friends he was friends with for ever over 10 years again. ever again right 
Yeah, did, that's actually pretty sad. Did they ever yeah. do like the where he's on the phone? He's like, "Hey, the Ross," you know, <laughs> <Chandler>. like, <laughs> and you only hear baby? one yeah. side of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that actually would be really good. I wish they did that. I doubt it, but that would have been great. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking up some other ones that are like just really bad spinoffs. I mean, yeah. Law and Order by its own fault had like 18 spinoffs. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. There was one that I do remember that only lasted, I think, one season, if not less, which was Law and Order Trial by Jury. Yes. Uh, it, it had it had the guy from Numbers, yeah. that old show on CBS with David Crumholtz, the other one, not yeah. not him. Uh, and it had B.B. Newworth. Uh, and I do not think it lasted very long. Yeah. Uh, I don't think people really wanted to. To care about a jury for every ep- for every episode of a show, mm-hmm. yeah, and, um, and just for, that definitely did not last. I remember that one, and for what it's worth, the, I think what was weird about that show is like when you watch Law and Order, it every every Law and Order is the same premise, right? It, it you you're seeing it from the from the detectives kind of investigating, you know, like there's a crime. Right. They're, they're right. figuring it out. And then the second and it gets solved. Right. There the was end. criminal intent was the other one where you saw it from the side of the person doing it. So from the beginning, you already know who did it. Now it's just watching as the cops kind of catch them. And then trial by jury was sort of the worst end of that, where it's like, yeah, you don't know who did it. You're kind of like figuring the it out with the jury. Like no one wants to feel like a jury for an hour. Like they mm-hmm, like we're right. like, I don't know. We might be committing the wrong guy here to a life <laughs> sentence. But oh, well, you know. <laughs> produced by dick wolf uh, that, the end goodbye exactly. yeah. yeah that that's on my list and then i don't know if you guys remember uh there was a show i mean there's you do remember there's a show called bones with uh david boreanaz yeah, and yeah. zoe yes. sister um there was a spinoff to that show called the finder uh with michael <laughs> clark duncan uh I and i don't think it lasted more than four or five episodes yeah but i do remember watching the first one and i was like oh, i kind of like this i could <laughs> i could do that i could get into this and it didn't it didn't, just didn't last uh they didn't bring wish, anyone back from the original show it just did not work out i wish i did my research um i.e i wish tommy gave me a heads up <laughs> next time uh <laughs> because the only spinoff that i can think of right now but it was actually it's actually really good is better call Saul. yeah that show that is, is clearly better. Is this a stretch at this point to call it, say that Better Call Saul is a better series than Breaking Bad? Because I know there's a uh, lot of people who are ooh, like, I don't, I don't know. know. Well, <laughs> that's tricky. I, I think I think here's here's my here's my defense of why I why I firmly believe that is Breaking Bad. You're kind of watching someone sort of slowly but surely kind of you know dodge getting caught and doing all these things and you're just kind of not knowing where he's like navigating and when it's all going to end badly you know how it's going to end for Saul you're just watching Mm -hmm. and I think that makes it even crazier to see how like you know like he's got his life and he's trying to become a lawyer and you're rooting for him and he's got a relationship and and you're like this is all going to go crashing and I have no idea the thread that's going to connect where we are right now to how bad things are for him later um but it makes it and but you're rooting for the guy the whole time. And and so I don't know. It's I for it's a much more exciting ride for me to watch that than go like Breaking Bad, which is I'm not say, discounting. I've it. never it's both watched great. Better Call Saul. You've never, never watched, watched it. it. I should. I, oh, I, I, wow. I love Breaking Bad. I love oh, that show. I just I have not gotten into Better Call Saul yet. Well, you can binge it. Go. Yeah. I know that should definitely. Uh, be um, I will have one more though before we before we end yeah. this uh, this thing, uh, and it's one of the best of all time because it has my boy Dennis. Riddle I know, I, I know it. I uh, literally I have it on my screen it. right here. 
that 70s show yeah. went a decade later for some reason to that 80s show and uh it was awful it was wow really bad. did Glenn, i like Glenn did Howerton, i like block it young. out of my mind i'm i don't even remember that this yeah. happened it didn't last that very long. Very repressed, uh, repressed type I show. I think it took place majority in a video, a video store or a CD store. Yeah, Like Empire store. Records type thing, but a decade too early. Um, and Glenn Howerton, a very young Glenn Howerton, was the lead or the co-lead. Yeah. And it did not do well. 13 episodes, I think. Yeah. The other, the the female lead on that show is the girl who was in all the, uh, or not the all, the, the, the one, uh, not another teen movie. Um. I don't know what else she was in now that I think about it. I just had a huge crush on her. That's the only reason I remember that very, very deeply. And, but on the show, she has like, 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 uh, the 80s hairstyle because, you know, like with like big Wait, giant are points. Are you talking about the girl who was also on Grey's Anatomy? Yes. Dr. Lexi Gray. Sister. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I know who you're talking about. A huge crush on, crush on her. But before she was Dr. Lexi yes. Gray. Way before that. <laughs> so you got an early. Yeah. I got an early. So it counts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yes. Good. Uh, yeah, those to me, those are my top two between the Finder and that 80 show. Those are the worst uh, spinoffs of all time. I'm not going to throw Joey in there. I got to give Matt LeBlanc some credit for at least taking a chance. I will say, did you get, making a lot of money? Did you guys mm-hmm. by any chance watch the uh, the reunion for Friends on HBO Max? Yes. I yes. did not. OK, well, with no spoilers, but I heard highlights about it. What were, what were the highlights you heard? Because that's actually maybe a funnier way to end this. Well, so the main thing, and I mentioned it to you guys off of the air, but it said that the people were saying like, yeah, basically the takeaway is that all the women look great and all the guys look like crap. (laughs) (laughs) Matt LeBlanc was fine. He was the only person you're looking at. You're like, man, I hope I age as well as Matt LeBlanc. I mean, that's that's how I felt watching did you see the meme of Matt LeBlanc? He was like sitting in a chair and he looks super, he's like looking off to the side, like super proud, like, yeah. 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 And there was like, he's like everybody's this meme, uncle. this meme came out about him and yeah. it was hysterical because it was so accurate. One of them was like, uh, your father on Christmas Day as his kids are, as you're opening the presents, <laughs> that he has no idea what they are because your mom bought all of them. Yeah, but he he's still so proud. He's proud. Yeah. Proud boy. He, it no. was kind of sad to see them all that, yeah. you know, they all aged. You know, some of them obviously clearly had work done. Yeah. And uh, uh, Definitely looks like that Matthew Perry had a stroke or something. He just does not look good. Oh, no. and yeah, feel I feel terrible. bad for you know, him. You, you live, yeah, you live with these people for so long, for years. Yeah. And then just to see it, you know, I guess I'm happy they're all together. And, you know, I'm sure they're making at least $20 million a year off that show alone still today. Yeah. Which is amazing. Um, but I did but, hear, know, I did hear that, like, they didn't even, like, when they all came together to film the reunion, they're... It's not they didn't even like spend time with each other outside of the filming. Like yeah. they didn't like go and hang out and uh, I wouldn't be actually be friends. I don't think they're friends. Yeah. yeah, I don't think they're friends now and I don't blame them. I think you know you spend a lot you spend that amount of time with each other for that long and you get pigeonholed. I think some of them maybe resented the show a little bit and wanted to do their own thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so I don't I don't blame them. I don't 
I yeah, mean, I, I think uh, what's it called? Jennifer Aniston and Courtney Cox are actually friends, but I think that's yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah, and it was yeah. it was definitely weird. Matthew Perry. Um, one of the things I noticed, a lot of people are you know speculating about his demeanor and stuff, but all uh, the the biggest takeaway for me was when you watch Friends and he has that self deprecating humor. It's kind of like ah oh, shucks, but like he's got a bit of smile, and it's like ah oh, he's like a young guy he's not you know this like he he's still doing the self-deprecating humor but he's slouched yeah. over and his head's down and it's like yeah you know mm. and it's like oh no when you say like uh, you guys probably wish i was dead like and you slouch <laughs> down it's it it doesn't come off the same way it did 25 years no. ago oh yeah, don't sad. do that it so. did make me very sad but it is well, interesting uh would you have thought mm-hmm. when friends aired that phoebe would be the one who would be the most successful, like not to be yeah. pigeonholed. <laughs> yeah, I because her, I would have expected and... her people to always cast her as like the ditzy, yeah. like I unironically funny character. Yeah, I mean, because like Courtney Cox kind of played a very similar character on Cougar Town, right? Mm-hmm. And oh, I forgot about that too. And then Jennifer Aniston. I, I heard she was married to Brad Pitt, but that's pretty much like her legacy at this point. She's been in a lot of movies and she tried a lot of different things and a lot of different roles. There was what was the one movie that almost got her a, or maybe did get her a, 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 a nomination or an award somewhere. Oh, she got the a while back. No, it was. She's on that. Um, what? I think it's called cake or caked. Was no, there. Uh, she's on um, the TV show that's on Apple Plus. Oh, I forgot about that's the yeah, that that she got um, with morning. Reese Wither Reese. Yes, the morning show. Oh, Reese Witherspoon. That's on my list to watch. Oh, the Good Girl was the one I was thinking of. By the way, that was back in 2002, and that Friends was still on at that point. So oh, wow, right? And then she but but later on 2014, she was in another movie called Cake, which. Yeah. Got more chance for getting an Oscar chances mm. than I think yeah. Good Girl did in two thousand two, yeah. which was also a good movie. Um, yeah. I would say Jennifer definitely had the most success uh, over all of them. I mean Matthew Perry too. Jennifer and Matthew had a lot of movie success too in the rom coms, but but yeah, they were still nuts. all pigeonholed yeah. though. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, Matthew Perry was still just playing Matthew Perry in everything yes. he was in. Like, yes, he was just yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. The same mm-hmm. quips. They were writing roles for him. Like all these, like the, the whole nine yards, 10 yards, whatever, how many movies mm-hmm. that thing had. Um, yep. And his couple of failed shows. I mean, I liked studio 60, Aaron Sorkin. I did too. Uh, yeah. SNL show. I liked Mr. Sunshine. Like there were yeah. some shows that he, again, he was playing Matthew Perry. You're right. But it just kind of sucked. They never took off. Yeah. Uh, you know, it definitely it was sad that they didn't carry on because I think he would have benefited from having another steady show. Yeah. I, and, and then there was the movie that uh, Matt LeBlanc, uh, the TV shows that Ma- Matt LeBlanc, Matt, Matt LeBlanc did a bunch of other like sitcoms, too, but they're all on CBS. So no one watches them. But like they were out there. They he did a I think yeah. he did like one or two. Right. Yeah. Episodes. Man with a plan. Yeah. Yeah. He, he had he had other shows. Yeah. Lisa Kudrow had the other show on on uh, HBO or one of those other streaming. Uh, I forgot what it was called, but she had another. She had a show. The comeback, oh, I think, right? Other shows. Yeah. The comeback, yes. Thank yeah. You. Um, so. So yeah, they all definitely had a, a other options, but I understand the fact that they wouldn't want to hang out with each other. I yeah, do. I do. I looking at this now, I'm going to say I'm like I'm just furiously running through things. I think 
I think David Schwimmer is the person who did the least, but I also know he wanted to do more stuff behind the scenes anyway. Yeah, I remember hearing that. Yeah, he did a lot more like directing and stuff after, mm-hmm. but yep. But uh, anyway, friends. Speaking of friends, we're all back together. Wow, that was good. Yeah. Feels, feels good. good yeah, job, Tom. Yeah, it tied it all together. I forgot how we end the show, so just did it we did let's just have our listeners imagine if we are actually friends in real life (laughs) you just play the Mm. the sting from the end of the at the episode Mm. of friends like there you go get the royalties for that time i'll I'll go do that get spend the money (laughs) end it that way cool all right we'll see you guys next week bye (laughs) 